Hello and welcome to the Number My Day Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, DC. I got Ashton here with me. And we have Norman Henry. Uh, Norman Henry is a uh, co-founder of City Transformation. And today we're going to discuss more uh, about transforming cities. How are you doing, Norman? I am blessed. Thank you so much, DC and Ashton, for the opportunity to join in what God is doing through your organization and your company and how he's moving mightily to let people know about the great work that's going on Absolutely. in the United States. Absolutely. And uh, I was telling Ashton, uh, I was excited about this interview. <laughs> and this weekend she told me, oh, yeah, uh, you're going to interview uh, Norman Henry on Monday. I was like, oh, that's Monday? I was like, yes, been waiting for this interview. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, real estate people like to talk to each other. <laughs> <laughs> so can you tell us more about uh, just your journey to city transformation? Sure. Yeah. Well, when I graduated from college in Tuskegee University, I went to work for a corporation in the oil and gas industry. And uh, I was working in the finance department, but I wasn't really comfortable because I had this entrepreneurship spirit in me that needed oh, to yeah. come out. Oh, yeah. And I was kind of working and saving money and striving to do my best there. Mm-hmm. And um, my pastor, Dr. Tony Evans, was talking about uh, Nehemiah model going in and transforming communities, how to do that. And so I kind of got the bug from that. I went to volunteer with an organization in an urban area in Dallas called Voice of Hope Ministries. Mm-hmm. After a while, through my volunteer work, the executive director of the organization said, well, can you come and work full time? <laughs> I said, well, you guys don't pay that much. <laughs> I don't think I can do that. <laughs> I'll keep volunteering. Yeah. But as I was serving the ministry, I was walking and driving the community, and I just started weeping oh. for the city. Yeah. And God put a burden on my heart yeah. to serve and go full-time in ministry mm. with Voice of Hope Ministries. And me and my wife had some discussions about that, like how we're going to pay for the kids' college education <laughs> right. and mm-hmm. how we're going to save for the future and retire. You know, there was a lot of questions yeah. that we couldn't answer at that time. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, Lord, I'm going to just do this by faith. Yeah. We're going to do it by faith. And um, and through that process, a 30-year journey of serving in the inner city and seeking God, uh, he birthed uh, a new business opportunity mm-hmm. called City Transformation. Mm-hmm. And it was from the lessons learned through uh, serving him in, in uh, real estate yeah. and economic development and ministry in um, the West Dallas area. Mm-hmm. So can you break down city transformation a little more for us? So what, what exactly? Yeah, the, the, and, and how God birthed city transformation. Sometimes we go through trials and tribulations and we wonder why, why is that happening? And mm-hmm. What's going on, God? And we, <laughs> we concern about the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the first house I tried to build in West Dallas, I couldn't get it built. They were breaking in, stealing, oh, you know, it was just a constant struggle. Yeah. And I had this fancy strategic plan on how I'm going to transform the community. It was a nice plan, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I couldn't get it. The first house built, I felt like a failure. I felt mm-hmm. depressed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, it was disappointing that I couldn't get it done. God took me on a journey 
where one night me and my construction supervisor decided to go and try to catch the person breaking in the house. <laughs> <laughs> to pray for him, right? And, you know, that wasn't a smart move. We were sitting in the house at midnight, oh, like waiting on them. And I praise God that they didn't show up. Right. Somebody was <laughs> right. going to get hurt that night. Right. <laughs> I was so desperate. Oh, man. Yes. But God said, well, drive the neighborhood. So I drove the neighborhood from midnight to 5 a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I saw drug dealing going mm. on. People trying to mm. sell me drugs. Prostitute weighed me down. Asked mm. me if I'm dating. Yeah, uh, it was gang. Yeah. yeah. And that night, Jesus said, "You know, I died for them too." Oh wow! And <laughs> yes. He said, "You need to change your plan Whoa, to conform on. to my plan." Mm. And in in Proverbs sixteen twenty one, it said, "A man plans in his mind That's his right. ways." But the purpose of the Lord will stand. That's oh, yeah. right. Uh, and so I had a fancy plan, but it wasn't, it didn't align with God's plan. Yeah. Yes. And so the next day, I went back to the office and rewrote the whole plan <laughs> in a day to include God's plan. Yeah. And he gave me three things to do in his plan. Yeah. And for any entrepreneur, we have to understand that we have to be in alignment yeah. with God's plan. Yes. That alignment has to happen. And yes. so the plan changed. And if you go to our website, which is citytransportation.org, mm-hmm. you'll see there's some three different concepts. One is to God called us to what we call reclaim blighted vacant properties mm-hmm. for good mm-hmm. use. Yeah. yeah. We wanted to create home ownership and help senior citizens, you know, clean up the community and take that that was broken and destroyed and create something new. Mm -hmm. But also we wanted to deal with the injustice issue Mm -hmm. where the city uh, had took black owned properties and through intimate domain and they didn't create any home ownership opportunities. So we tried to bridge the wealth gap. Mm -hmm. The the second thing we wanted to do was restore lives. And through real estate, God was allowed us to minister to young men on probation. Yeah. So we had all the young men on probation in the community assigned to us mm-hmm. to help train them, develop them, and disciple them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the third thing was reknitting the community. Mm-hmm. And that's the power of the Christian marketplace working together mm-hmm. with the community to transform communities. Mm-hmm. So from that whole process, he created a business plan, a new business plan for me Yes, that it will go about not just building wealth for me and myself, but also mm-hmm. to build his kingdom. Yeah. yeah. So there was a dual purpose Absolutely. that he created. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. So what are some um, obstacles when you switch from your plan to, you know, the plan God gave you? What are some obstacles moving forward from there? One, one of the greatest obstacles was uh, I didn't know how to do what God wanted me to do. <laughs> Right. right. I'm glad you so said that. God, I got no, it, I'm but, actually uh... glad you said that. You know? But you know, the, what what I've learned is God wanted me to live by faith. Yes. Not by sight mm. or what I can understand. Yeah. And so the Lord said, I'm going to send you help. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but if you, but you got to get started. Mm. You got to believe right. and start acting right. on it. And I'll send you help. So in, in two weeks, my current business partner, right, he calls me up. 
And he says, well, God's called me to serve this community. And I have, I see the good work you're doing and I like to work with you. And he was the missing piece to what I needed on the spiritual transformation piece to actually start the process for transformation. Wow. Mm. Uh, So one of the things is that God will help us Mm -hmm. to execute on the plan that he gave us. Right. The Bible says, how can a man understand his way without the Lord? Right. Mm. So we don't know exactly how he's going to do it, Mm -hmm. the business he's given us, the plan he's given us. But the Lord has a plan for our success. Yes. He's already got the resources, the people, the strategies already in place. But I had to align my will, my plan Mm -hmm. with his plan and to make sure that I'm doing his work. Mm-hmm. And to recognize that I work for the Lord, right. I don't work for myself. Yes. That God is the owner of my business. God is the one that controls my business. And so I have to follow him. Mm-hmm. So the, the thing about it is it's okay not to be sure about <laughs> how to fulfill what God's yes. called you to do. Yes. That's normal. That is. That's because good. we wouldn't need God if we can do it ourselves. Correct. Yes. Correct. And that's pretty normal. And then, you know, fear sets in. Mm-hmm. Like, do I have enough money to do this, God? <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't have enough people to accomplish mm-hmm. all this. And we start doubting and worrying about the things that we don't have right. instead of recognizing who we do have. Yes. And yeah. it's a faith journey. It is. And as as I started doing his plan, his way, then I think Matthew 6.33 says that what? Seek first first, the kingdom kingdom and all these things. And his righteousness. Then these things (laughs) shall be added unto you. Yep. So we want to focus on his kingdom. And it's important for businesses to uh, make sure their business is accomplishing some kind of kingdom agenda. Right. Mm -hmm. In our our business. If we're Christians. Yes. Because we work for God. And the Lord Jesus Christ, we don't work for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So there's a dual impact mm-hmm. when you're working for, for Christ. There's an impact on this earth, but there's an impact for all eternity. Mm-hmm. And I had a famous football player came to me one time. He got a big bonus. And he said, man, I want to invest this money. What's a good investment? <laughs> I said, well, the best investment is in kingdom work. Yes. yes. Because if you divide... If you go to the bank, you might get two or three percent return. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you if you take infinity return <laughs> divided by <laughs> your wealth, you get infinity. I like your math. <laughs> that's key. Yeah. <laughs> you can't outgive yeah. God. Our kids do some math, like, but that's some good math. Infinity. <laughs> oh man! That's my kid asked me, "What's infinity plus infinity?" Uh, like you yeah. tell me, it's infinity. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's the wonderful thing about being a Christian entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. We get double return. Yeah. You know, we get a triple quadruple. Return, of course. <laughs> yes. But we get that kingdom impact, that, that internal return that mm-hmm. can't be measured. Correct. Because mm-hmm. yeah. we live not for this day, but we live for eternity. Yes. To be with the Lord. And he say, well done, faithful servant. That's right. So we got to keep our eyes on the prize not on the challenges we face in this world, the lack of, you know, in the kingdom, the pie increases. It don't split. Yes. <laughs> yes. So we fight over a piece of the pie in the yes. hood. Yeah. 
But the kingdom, the pie increases. That's right. right. The right. kingdom, he takes five loaves no and feeds. Shortage. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Goodness. Your words are literally <laughs> smacking me in the face right now. Like, this is so timely because we just had a conversation probably this morning or the last couple of <laughs> days just about that faith mm-hmm. that uh, my hard headedness sometimes and not understanding the power of Christ through all that he wants us to do. If he calls us to do something, he will provide. And I've been struggling so long to do something like this. Number my day entrepreneurs versus doing these other things, mm-hmm. uh, allocating my time to this and just having the faith on going forward and just being obedient to God, just do what he wants me to do. I don't, really don't have to worry about the rest and let it, him take care of it. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Goodness. And, you know, the, the Lord has a plan for every business. Yes. Mm. He's got a purpose for why he why he sent us mm-hmm. and called us to that business. Mm-hmm. And so he's, he reminds us that faithful is he that calls you is he will do it. Mm-hmm. To oh. complete that. Yeah. OK. Now you got to you got to understand that God is the one that's going to do it. But we have to do our part is plan, be faithful, mm-hmm. serve mm-hmm. and grow. Mm-hmm. And pain forces us to change. Oh, yes. Yes. You know, you can't have a new baby without some pain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. If God want to birth something new in us, <laughs> right. gotta there's got to be some, some labor pain. pain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah. It's, a, it's a hurting pain, oh, you know, hurts. sometimes, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I, me and my wife, we talk about that pain, but we can laugh at it now. But when you're going through it, it ain't funny. Mm. No, it's, it's not serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. to be successful as a Christian entrepreneur, we have to make sure the Lord is first priority mm-hmm. in our mm-hmm. business. And we're doing it his way. Yes. For his purpose. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says the Lord will reveal to us things that we don't understand, can't comprehend, but there's deep wisdom yeah. that he gives to us mm-hmm. that help us to be successful in yeah. what he do. Yeah. And so strategically, our secret weapon is the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And community <laughs> transformation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the world system don't understand that. You know, you go to a Facebook or some big company and say, hey, I want to do spiritual transformation. Like, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You talk about the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Like foreign language. Right. Uh, but we as Christians know the power of God and the power of the Spirit and working together. Mm-hmm. So our basic concept was let's bring together marketplace leaders that are sold out for Christ mm-hmm. to use their gifts and talents to work together to really talk about how do we solve blight, injustice, housing issues, or educational issues affecting their city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and normally in every city, there's a injustice issue that occurred that causes sustained strongholds mm-hmm. that causes disunity in the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. So we were in one city and the uh, there was a racial issue mm-hmm. divided the city. This one street was a dividing line mm-hmm. in the community, mm-hmm. and all kinds of injustice issue occurred because of that one street. Yeah. There was a stronghold 
And uh, if you walk that one street, you see drug dealing, gang banging. Mm. You see all Mm. kind of criminal activity, blight and hopelessness. Mm. Uh, And the community rallies around, let's transform this one street, Mm. you know, and bring hope and opportunity. Mm -hmm. Uh, So when we talk about injustice, it's not just racial, but it could be economic. Mm -hmm. It could be uh, criminal activity. Mm-hmm. allowing to occur mm-hmm. um, but there has to be a repentance that starts mm-hmm. the process of repenting for the sin mm-hmm. that as we had allowed to happen in our city or in our state or in our region mm-hmm. and then there's a process of healing of forgiveness mm-hmm. God requires us to forgive and we want to bring unity in the body of Christ but there also has to be a restoration plan. Yeah. So many times movements leave out the restoration piece. Right. True. You know, we say right. we repent and we want to change, but we have no, we don't do anything mm-hmm. to bring about change and restoration. Mm-hmm. So we try to encourage the body of Christ to build out a restoration plan. Mm-hmm. Let's wow. do something to show that we love God and we love our neighbor yeah. mm-hmm. and we want to correct this injustice. Wow. In a proactive way, in a redemptive way. Yes. Mm. So, what has your experience been with trying to unite the body of Christ? Like when you go into a city and, um, like, you're a foreign person coming into, you know, their hometown. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good question. Uh, what we do is we work with local leaders mm. and heroes that are already in communities, yeah. mm-hmm. and we we go there to help them. And encourage them and not be a, we're not a stranger if they invite us in and introduce us to the community. Mm -hmm. So we're here to serve uh, leaders and serve marketplace champions. And the community don't really see us per se Mm. as the one leading them. We're behind the scenes, more as servant leaders. Mm -hmm. We came not to be served, but to serve Mm -hmm. and to be an encouragement and to be, bring best practices and ideals to help support the, the leadership that's already there in those cities. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that way we're not in competition right. with, with uh, mm-hmm. businesses locally and, and or churches locally. Yeah. We're there to support the work that's already going on. Mm-hmm. But where we came in by ourselves, there has been resistance. Mm. You know, like, who are you? Right. <laughs> Right. We've okay. been working here for 40 years and you right. show up and you yeah. start getting money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to run what you're doing. <laughs> so we, we don't really <laughs> we don't really get into that competition mode. Right. Uh, our right. desire is to seek out uh, marketplace leaders that are interested in seeing transformation in their city mm-hmm. and want to work together with other denominations, other believers. Mm-hmm. Uh, to come together to serve each other and serve Christ mm-hmm. and to work a plan that might be beneficial to their particular area. Um, you know, on our website, we have maybe 50 different modules you can choose from. Mm-hmm. You know, like, a, you know, a city might say, hey, I want to address the housing issue in my city or I want to address mm-hmm. the crime and safety issue mm-hmm. uh, in my city or I want to deal with education mm-hmm. Um we, we have different best practices and modules that we can bring to support what they want to see happen in their particular city. We're working in one city in Austin where they want to focus on 
intercessory prayer and spiritual renewal. Okay. Um, because they have a lot of people from California coming in. <laughs> <laughs> you people. You're waiting to hit us with that, right? That's California over here. <laughs> <laughs> but they, I can imagine that they do. They, I say they, not us. I don't associate with them. But, yeah, they bring some. You know, Tesla is down there big time now. Yeah. 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 He's an intercessor. He brought a whole prayer. army of people. <laughs> right. Yeah, he brought a whole army of people. I bet him. he did. Yeah, a lot, a lot of other companies. I know Walgreens is about to pull out, I think, mm-hmm. California as well. What? Yeah, because of the, wow. the, the Plan B pill. They don't want to supply the Plan B pill. And they're in a little uh, scat with uh, uh, the governor. So, Whoa. That's yeah. why people are leaving because yeah. it's crazy and so they're politically. Like, I think they're pulling out of California. Yeah. Or that in the oh, news. my God. Walgreens. <laughs> yeah. And something like that. Walgreens. Uh, yeah. I bet something like that's that would go serious. to the Supreme Court. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I believe that's even uh, struggles that we have to come across, too, as Christian entrepreneurs, like standing for what we believe in. Mm-hmm. Now, how can a, a government tell us what we can sell, what we can't sell in our business? Right, right. And yeah. that's why it's important for us to work together. Yes. Yes. And stand together and yes. support yes. each other. Yeah. Absolutely. Because the, the system will will force you to change. To do what they want you to do if you don't speak out right and mm-hmm. and vote and get involved mm-hmm. uh you know we we do uh we also have political engagement methodology mm-hmm. of you know getting engaged in the process mm-hmm. of creating fair laws just yeah. laws yes you know to make sure it do, they don't interfere with entrepreneurship mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and the freedom free enterprise system Mm-hmm. One of the most powerful things in America is freedom of religion, mm-hmm. of course. Yes. But also freedom of enterprise and ownership. Yes. Mm-hmm. And because the small business people in every city are the ones that are actually creating the jobs and funding ministries. Yes. Mm-hmm. And nonprofits. Um, and they're they're the lifeblood of the economic system mm-hmm. in America. Mm-hmm. So we we want to protect those rights. And I, I served on the president faith-based council during the pandemic mm-hmm. and we were able to help get PPP funds hundred percent forgiven mm. by advocacy, you know, wow. the voice wow. down in Washington, DC <laughs> and emergency funding for rent assistance and mortgage assistance. Oh yeah. So that was, that was Christians working in Congress and the Senate, yeah. making sure that faith-based organizations and churches get access to those funding. Oh, wow. But also to be able to make sure it's a hundred percent forgivable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we we have a responsibility to make sure that our free economic system continues and small businesses are continue to be successful. Mm-hmm. I do have a qu- random question that what I hear from you is there's just work to be done. You know, as a small business owner, a Christian business owner, there's work to be done, not just in your business, but in your the marketplace and the areas around you. How would you speak to um, maybe, you know, maybe an ignorant business owner who just doesn't understand the importance of being in community? Where could they start um, to just get education or just eyes opened to see how their business can partner and help their community? Yeah, yeah. And we, you could you can go to our website okay. and uh, look at some models and we could, we could send training material, but I think it's important to recognize that as Christians, God has required us to be engaged in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. The Great Commission was 
to go, right? Mm-hmm. Matthew 28, 19. It didn't say stay. Yeah. <laughs> it said go right. and make disciples. Yes. Yes. You know, baptizing and all disciples. So we, we have to go into the marketplace where people are. Yes. And interact with them and love on them. Yes. Absolutely. And but our goal is to eventually that we want to make disciples. Mm-hmm. But to make disciples, you have to be in relationship oh, with, the, yes. with people and meet their felt needs and understand what's going on. Uh, you know, and there's there was a there was a country that decided that hey, we're we're not going to do anything to help young men, mm-hmm. for example. Mm-hmm. And so eventually, the young men figured out we need to create our own economy. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, and then that economy starts controlling the energy supply in that country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then after a while, they create their own military. And now they, they're the dominant force in the economy. Everyone is affected by the failure of the oh, church yes. to respond to the needs yes. of those young men. Yes. And the country now is in chaos. Yeah. Mm. And if we don't address the needs of our federal citizens that surround our businesses, surround our community, it's going to affect us all. Um, And we have a responsibility to reach back and to serve those in our community, whether single mothers or as young men that are, have records or if it's Mm -hmm. orphanage, Mm -hmm. we, we have a responsibility as Christians to reach back and love those and care about those in our community um, because that's what God did for us. Yes. yes. Uh, you know, when I was growing up, the reason I went to college was my my community raised money for me to help go meet, send me to college mm-hmm. oh, wow. through a scholarship fund. Wow. When I came back, they helped me get a job wow. in the community. And it's that re-knitting, that caring about each other. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be here today mm-hmm. be, if it not been for what they did for me. Mm-hmm. And my church would come out and do repairs on my home. On our home, little home, rundown home. Yes. Wow. And they didn't never got paid. So what I learned from them is what I do today. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I you know, go and do repairs for senior citizens. Yes. You know, Amazing. I'm I'm helping kids go to college, you know, yeah. after school programs. Mm-hmm. Yes. Everything that somebody did for me, I want to pay back. Yes. And and help somebody else. So as Christian businesses, we we have to define in our mission statement. Like, what are we going to do to, first of all, build God's kingdom? And then what are Mm -hmm. we going to do to benefit the community? Yes. Do we have a plan for that? And it doesn't have to be complicated. Right. But Mm -hmm. we do need, and then God will increase us, (laughs) increase the ability to do more. We show we're going to be good stewards of what he's given to us. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I I think it's important that we, what I call develop like a community benefit agreement. Mm -hmm. Like, what's the benefit of my company? Mm -hmm. Mm, to the city. That's great. That's wonderful. Yeah. You know, that's great. And it doesn't have to be a long list. It's just, you know, you have to define it and say, Lord, bless me so I can do more of this. Yes. Yes. You know, um, you you have a kingdom purpose, but also you have a community purpose. Mm-hmm. So I try to encourage business people when I'm working with them, like define what you want to do for the community. Yeah. What do you want God to do through you? Yes. And put that in writing and hold yourself accountable. Yes. To yes. it and uh, and watch God work. Mm. You know, he'll move in miraculous ways. When we do it his way, he knows for how him. to provide yes. for our needs according to his riches and glory. 
Jeez. <laughs> you know, I don't want to get a bill now. Don't send me a bill because I feel like this is like a counseling session for personal. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Don't, don't send me a bill. Oh, no. uh, everything, you know, the Bible tells us to testify <laughs> what God has done. Yeah. I'm just a testimony oh, of right. his goodness. Mm. Yeah, this is very edifying. Very edifying and, and very timely. Encouraging, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I look back and I see my 20-year-old self. I'm like, man, I just wish I knew that. I wish, you know, somebody told me that. If you could give some advice to younger up-and-coming entrepreneurs based on your experience, what, what would that advice be? The number, one of the advice is to be patient. Oh, <laughs> we don't want that advice. <laughs> Millennials, I, I especially, we don't I, want that yeah. advice. But yes, uh, yes. Wait on the Lord mm. to direct your steps, to open the door. Don't kick the door open. <laughs> you looking at me? No. <laughs> He's like, I'll make it happen. You know, I, That's I did mess. that early in my life. I, I was kicking doors open. Mm-hmm. You know, I had all these properties and mm-hmm. investing gold and silver. And mm-hmm. man, I was rocking and rolling. Yeah. And uh, and then it collapsed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the door fell in. Huh? Man, that was painful. Uh, yes, uh, it is. You know, be be patient. And try try to get someone who's older, a mentor, mm-hmm. that's a Christian entrepreneur in your field that mm-hmm. you're called to, you're specialized in, mm-hmm. and and you know just bounce things off of them, pray about you know, yeah. and spend quality time in prayer, mm-hmm. you know, seeking the Lord mm-hmm. for wisdom and direction on mm-hmm. uh, where He wants you to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, like I said, you don't know the way, but God knows the way. Right. He's got a good plan, and but he has to develop us so that when he gives us the service, the product, or that's successful, we can use it wisely and we'll be a good steward. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had to learn how to surrender. Mm. Lord, I, I just surrender this okay. business to you. Oh, yes. I surrender my family to you. Yes. I just give it all to you, Lord. And but guide my steps Mm -hmm. and everything that I would do would be pleasing to you. Mm -hmm. And if you let God be the owner. Yeah. Then he'll make sure it's successful. Right. He'll guide your step. He'll bring you help. And uh, my partner today was. You know, I had to I had to surrender and in humility I had to cry out to God, I need help. Oh wow. You yeah. know, to, to do this what you've called me to. Oh yeah. And God sends help to those who seek him. Yes. Who cry out. But we need humility. Yes. Humility says, I need God and I need others. Yes. To accomplish this this call that He's placed upon me, this purpose He's given me. When He prospers you you have a team in place mm-hmm. to grow it and sustain it mm-hmm. and impact it. And it won't be a fly by night operation that goes yeah. up and falls. Yes. Big, yeah. But it'd be a steady growth yes. for his kingdom purposes. So I just encourage people to, you know, just to understand that starting a business, you really don't see results Right away, it takes seventeen years to really see exponential growth yeah. in your business. Mm-hmm. So you got to be planting those seeds. You got to be patient. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to keep building your reputation. 
mm-hmm. and developing your character, be excellent in what you do. And then when the opportunity comes, you're going to be ready for it. Yes. yes. It's going to come, but it's just a matter of time. Are you ready for the opportunity Yes. when it comes to take advantage of it? So just be humble, mm-hmm. be prayerful, Patient. and be a team player. Mm-hmm. Don't be a long ranger. <laughs> I see so many small businesses that are out there working by themselves and they want to grow, but you can't grow by yourself. Mm. You're going to have to put a team together and you're going to have to trust God and you got to put systems in place yeah. to grow your business. Mm. It's, you know, that's your responsibility. Yeah. Oh, I wish I had this interview 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, know if you would have heeded well, you know, all he said 10 years wish, ago. That's true. That's true. I wish I would have had it 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I look at it like, like I had a guy who was in church and you got to be careful of church people sometimes. Oh, yeah. He said, all Norm, right. I can get you. I can get you 30 percent on government bonds. <laughs> now you know you can't get no thirty percent of government bonds. What, what government is yeah, that? Right, right. Yeah. that was that was his government. Yeah, it's an illegal government. Goodness, that was a Ponzi scheme. Oh, but because I didn't seek wise counsel, yes. I didn't pray about it. Mm-hmm. I was just looking at the return I was yes. going to get. Oh yeah, yes. I made a big mistake. Mm-hmm. You know, making that investment. Mm-hmm. But you know, when you love well you make some bad mistakes yes. because you're chasing the dollar. Yes. You're trying to create wealth fast. Yeah. And, but when you do it God's way, he, when he adds wealth, he adds no sorrow. Yeah. That's good. Proverbs ten twenty two. <laughs> Why do you know that scripture? Yeah. So, <laughs> you're, hitting, you're hitting all these, you're hitting all these scriptures that God's been just deluging me with. Mm-hmm. Proverbs six thirty. uh, uh, Matthew six thirty three is a scripture my grandfather told me years and years and years. Uh, but God is faithful. Yes, and the word still stands. <laughs> and His word yeah. still stands. And you know, I want to I want to honor having a godly uh, spouse. My wife, she oh great, she's been on this entrepreneurship journey with oh, me. Oh yeah, to ride. And yeah, many times I know she wants to say, "Let's not do that again." Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can you not do that again? Same with Ashton. Same with this one. We love you, but yikes. Yeah, yeah, that hurt right there. Uh, can we talk about that next time? You know, like, yeah. don't rush out there and do it. Can we yeah. just pray and talk about it next time? Right. Entrepreneurs have a hard time oh, uh, talking things out, you know, and mm-hmm. getting input because they're so passionate. Yeah. about what yes, they're doing yes, yes. and they believe they got the right answer yes and all they can do is keep pushing pushing mm-hmm. and mm. it's gonna happen and i want to just encourage entrepreneurs that if you have a spouse uh spend time talking and praying mm-hmm. through things Definitely. and seeking wise counsel before you rush and make a major decision yes um uh, and uh, otherwise, you you might be sleeping on the couch for a while. Yeah, <laughs> well, we'll let we'll let them come on in. But <laughs> but thank thank be to God for our God give us uh, help mm-hmm. and Amen to that. and support on mm-hmm. this journey that He's called us to. 
And it's actually teamwork. And it's exciting to see you guys working together as a team <laughs> on this mission that God has placed in your heart to do. Yes. And it's important to get the word out about entrepreneurship. Oh, definitely. Because in the nation, we're all trying to figure out like this, how to build wealth mm-hmm. and how to empower our communities. Mm-hmm. Right. And so entrepreneurship is one of the ways you can build wealth and, and pass on a legacy. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we encourage people to do that mm-hmm. uh, as well as on real estate. You know, yes. that's another way to build wealth mm-hmm. and improve your education. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the greatest way is to connect with the Lord and yeah. make wise choices. Yes. Mm. To hear him and then heed what he says. <laughs> Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, this is why the Bible tells us to seek wise counsel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, do you have anything else? I, I just I just want to encourage uh, entrepreneurs to know that the Lord gave you that idea, that plan you have. Yes. It came from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's got a purpose behind it. Yes. And mm-hmm. that purpose has to align with his purpose. Yes. yes. So there's an alignment that has to happen between what you have and what the Lord wants to happen. Yes. And once the alignment happens, then the Holy Spirit empowers it to grow. And and then you start seeing this powerful move of people helping you and resources to come into play. But God's desire is for you to be successful. God's will is that you will prosper. Yes. But there is pain and suffering that goes through. You have to go through to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a great reason why God's called you to this. We need more entrepreneurs. We need more jobs, mm-hmm. but yes. we need more kingdom entrepreneurs that's going to do it the right way. Yes. Amen. Mr. Henry, can you pray for us, please? Yes. Father, we thank you for this time you've given us to share what you have done. And we give you the glory, Jesus, for all that has happened and all that has heard. It is because you have planned it to happen that way. Yes. And Lord, we submit every business here that's listening to this message, this podcast. We submit them to you. We ask that you would lead them into the paths of success. Protect them from any evil evil forces that's coming against their business. Mm -hmm. But open the heavens, Lord, that they might receive an abundance to accomplish the purpose and the call that you placed before them. Yes. We just lift up DC and Ashton. Father, we ask that you would continue to bless their podcast, their company, their family, that you would increase them, Lord, that they might be able to get the word out to more people yes. about how to operate and grow successful Christian entrepreneurial businesses. And Father, we give all this to you for you're the God of all things, and there's nothing impossible for you. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thanks for joining us today. Let me ask you a question. Do you desire to live in your God-given purpose? If so, I believe this 31-day study challenge will help you. Go to numbermyday.com slash 31 days to download the workbook and join us on Substack. That's numbermyday.com slash the number 31 D-A-Y-S. I'm looking forward to you joining us in this journey towards living in our God-given purpose.